Hello, beautiful queen. Today on the podcast, I'm joined by internationally recognized speaking coach, Melanie Wood. Melanie shares with us her story of shifting herself from being a victim of domestic abuse across the world to becoming a woman who truly owns her own voice and is on a mission to help other women do the same thing for themselves. You are not going to want to miss a single second of this episode. Be prepared to be inspired. Hey beautiful, welcome to the When She Wakes, She Will Move Mountains podcast with me, your host, Tanya Valentin. I am the author of the book, When She Wakes, She Will Move Mountains, Five Steps to Reconnecting with Your Wild, Authentic and a Queen. And I help soul-led midlife mums who are navigating change to reconnect with who they truly are. This podcast is dedicated to women's spiritual awakening stories. My guests share with you their story and what they are doing to co-create magic in the world. Please know that if you are in the process of a spiritual awakening, that you are not alone. There is always help and support available to you. Please be sure to subscribe and share this episode with your mothers, your sisters, your girlfriends, and your daughters. Today's special guest is Melanie Wood. Melanie is an international communication and leadership speaker, best-selling author, and works with business owners, entrepreneurs, managers, and leaders to step up, step out, and lead with speaking and communication. Melanie is on a mission to bring out the heart and authenticity of the speaker and the communicator that supports growth and transformation. Melanie believes that everyone has a voice and a story to share. With a nurturing and supportive environment to be heard and understood, Melanie provides a personal heart-focused approach to empower and inspire and transform her clients' lives, work, and businesses. This creates an impact and a ripple effect in the world. Melanie has been featured in the world media, including Fox, NBC, CBS, the Boston Herald, and the New York Headline, as the leading speaking coach empowering women to have a voice in this world. Wow, that sounds really impressive, Melanie. (laughs) It always does when someone else says it. (laughs) (laughs) So do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and, um, you know, how how you work with clients or the types of people that you work with and what you do? Definitely. Thank you so much, Tanya, for having me as well. And hello to to everybody listening to this as well when you when it when it airs. And um, yeah, I absolutely love being able to share and I love being able to share my story because I, I believe that it gives permission to other people to be able to do the same because people can come into my story now and they see a very different picture to I have seen and other people have seen from previous years. And so my background is I'm, I'm Scottish, but I live in Queensland, Australia. I've been here for eight years, um, but yeah, originally from Scotland. And again, my background was very much about 
getting a job, you know, you worked 40 years in a job, you got married, had kids, and then you retired. And again, there's nothing wrong with any of that. That's just the way that I saw life. However, I always had this inner calling since I was a child, but I didn't really understand it and I didn't know anything about it. Self-development, personal development, spirituality was not something that I was exposed to until probably around 10 years ago, just before I came to Australia. So I didn't understand that I just felt like I was different to family and to everybody else. And I would just look out the window at school and I'm in Scotland as well, so it rains a lot. And I just, I didn't really like school. It's not the way that I learn. I know that's probably the same for a lot of people, but I used to just look out the window and just kind of go, like there's got to be something else in life than just this Mm. but again life takes over and you get into the you know the social social norms as everybody else but there was something deep inside me that had this burning for adventure for travel like I loved all of that and my parents did take me on holiday but I just felt like I wanted adventure and prior to the prior to maybe about 18 I was very fearless Um, not so much about speaking but fearless in life like I just saw life as this adventure that I wanted to to take and travel and immigrate and live in other countries and I just wanted to really soak all of that up and um, I actually when I was around I I could see myself living in America I think like a lot of people did maybe when they were younger you saw this the states as you know the opportunity the dreams and because I'd been there on holiday I really quite liked it And um, I ended up having a one-way ticket to go to America to uh, work in um, camps, summer camps with kids. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, well, that's my ideal way to then get a green card and, you know, travel to immigrate and do all of that. And then like six months prior to leaving Scotland to go there, I was on a night out and I ended up um, meeting a man at that time. And I ended up throwing away that one way ticket to America and um, I ended up marrying this guy instead. And um, I was just in that crossroads of like, I wanted love, like I could definitely see like I wanted, I did want the family, I did want the marriage, I did want all of that. And Mm. it just, that's just the way that it happened. And um, I didn't end up going to America and I ended up getting married. But I ended up in an abusive marriage as well, um, out of it. But again, now you look back and think I, I was I needed to go through that. Um, as much as we can all say it's not something pleasant to go through, but sometimes some of us just need to go through things to come out the other side to then help people as well. Absolutely. Um, and and that's what happened. And um, you know, during that time, I really lost my voice. I lost my identity as, as a woman, and I was still very young. I was eighteen. I got married when I was twenty-one. Still really young, um, very naive about the world and what was really happening at the time as well. And I really just in those times, yeah, I lost a real sense of myself because things were starting to get taken away from me, like friends, family, and very much around isolation that a Mm. lot of us have been experiencing over the couple of years. And it got to the point where I didn't actually want to be here in the world anymore because 
I knew this was not right, but I didn't know how to get out of it and yeah. use my voice to get out of it. Um, and it wasn't until I had a friend, um, she became my friend in my workplace. And I was very good at turning up at work of like, this is me, this is work, Melanie. And, you know, this is all that people will ever, ever see in their life. And uh, so I was very good at being able to just put a brave face on and what was happening at home didn't come into work because I was brought up that way. You know, you brush yourself off, you get on with life and you don't take life into work and you don't take work into life. So I very much could separate the two. Um, but it meant that nobody ever really used to know who I really was. And then I wasn't able to communicate that either. But I was scared as well. Mm. And this one, one particular person in my work, she um, she ended up just starting to see things weren't quite right with me. And it was until one day that she really noticed and I came into work and I was frazzled. I'd had a really terrible morning and she literally came over to me and said, like, are you OK? And I knew in that instance that I had to say no and just be OK with whatever happened after that mm -hmm. and and she ended up helping me for an entire year to get my confidence to really get my foundation so that I could then leave that relationship so I like owe her my entire life with like what she did for me to help me but she experienced what I was experiencing so it was very relevant to speak to someone who knew exactly what I was feeling and what I was going through and never pushed me never yeah. ever pushed me to leave either which was what I needed in that time as mm. well and she didn't judge me I didn't feel shame I didn't feel guilty even when I was friends with her and I would go back to my parents for a weekend and then go back to my ex-husband and she never judged me she was literally just there going like this is what you need to go through in order to do what we're what we're working on to get you to where you need to get to as well and then I, I remember like I was um, in the bathroom, you know, but prior to meeting her and I really kind of at that point, you know, I'm not religious, but I just felt like I needed support from higher up. Like I still didn't know anything about that, but I just kind of went, I'm going to pray to God and just say, like, if you help me get out of this, I will spend the rest of my days, you know, never allowing someone to be in the situation that I've been in or to give people a voice or just saying, like, if you help me out of it let me know what you want me to be here to do mm. and um and then when I left I didn't do anything for 12 years I was so cynical hated the world hated everybody in it and just thought like why did this happen to me like why was I in that relation like what did I do that led me to being in that relationship and um yeah and it wasn't until I came to Australia um, would have been like nine years ago um, I was given the book The Secret by Rhonda Byrne if um, you've heard of it or anybody yes. else the, the listeners and it was such a, a pinnacle moment in my life because for for people you know listening is that you know the, the Scottish girl redhead you know the most cynical person in the world about everything that had happened to her and if you have read The Secret or you haven't please do but in The Secret there's a part where Joe Vitale says, you know, I'm going to be a little bit in your face and say that everything that's happening and attracting into your life right now or in the past, you have attracted it. And I remember thinking, what? And I shut the book and I gave it back to my friend and said, I'm not going to read any more of that. You know, that's I don't even know what that is. And she said, read it again with an open mind. And I thought, well, I don't want to be closed minded. So sure, I'll open it and I'll read it again. 
and I did and something in me shifted like I really thought there's something in this book and I ended up watching the, the film so for me it was like that touch point of like twice reading it well one a little bit and then one fully and then watching the the film and I thought I've been given it's like my second opportunity to come to Australia it's like that ticket that I had to go to America this one's not getting binned and I'm now being guided to what I'm actually here to do and I just thought okay there's something in this and I suppose for nine years like I've massively consumed um, self-development spirituality like it's a massive part of my life now and it's massively changed and I've been on a, a massive journey um, in the last nine years because again for anybody I think once you get that awakened part um, you go massively into a lot of stuff comes up so we're always working through it as well. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. I, I resonate with so much of your story there. Um, not the abusive relationship part, but um, I also, I got married when I was 20. Um, and yeah, you you really do somehow lose yourself in that that role of, of, of wife. And, and for me, it was also just kind of losing myself and in, in being a mum. And yeah, you do reach that part where you just go, oh my goodness, there just has to be something more. There is, uh, you know, I, um, there just has to be more that I should be doing with this life. Um, so yeah, um, and yes, it's probably been about 10 years for me too, just, you know, working on myself, um, consuming things. And, but I also think, you know, when you are consuming um you know, self-development and spirituality, you do start to um, develop a bit of discernment about what's right for you and, and what's not right for you. So ha have you noticed that at all? Yeah, d definitely. Because I think you you start questioning everything as well. Like you more and more you get exposed to, you start questioning everything. And and around it, like I when I went into it and I was still in a show, I was working. So I've been in my business for just over four years. But I always knew that I wanted to be in a business, but I didn't really know what that looked like. And I kind of started, you know, network marketing. You start starting all these different things, thinking is one of them going to give me what it is that I need and, and want out of it? But then they were all kind of part of it because network marketing got me into self-development. And that's what I needed at that time. Mm. The business wasn't for me, but the self-development opened me up to then coming to Australia, to opening me up to a lot of other things. And the speaking part was something that I didn't plan. It, it literally just happened for me. And that's where I was guided to. And for someone who was petrified of public speaking, which majority of the humans in the world are, um, it's it's very um, interesting to now be a speaker that teaches other people speaking and communication. And my family always laughs of, I can't believe that's what you do. Like we all know, and they're just as petrified as well of all of it. And I suppose I have sometimes questioned around like, is this my path? Like what is a lot to do with why I've been led to, to speak and then to help other people speak? And it's come with its own set of, unfolding and its own set of triggers and trauma and all of these things that go on and I think for people listening is that you know I really want people to understand is like 
you know, even when you read my bio leading in is like still behind the scenes, like I'm still working on everything. I still question everything. I still go, is this what I'm here to do? Is this like, is this working? Is this, and then you do get, you know, sometimes the imposter and things like that. So I think like we all still question it and I've got more into spirituality, more into astrology now. And I suppose I'm in that process of now of doing a little bit of restructuring or redecorating my business to bringing more of that in because I probably haven't in the past brought a lot of the spirituality in and people have said to me if I meet them and I talk about it and they said I've never seen any of this in your marketing I've never seen you talk about it. And I'm like oh it's like in-house like all my clients and you know community know about it but mm. not everybody out there knows about it um so I think you know we, we do and I definitely have and I think we always will I think we always will question things and we'll always um but I think in a way if you do it um, with a bit of structure and a bit of planning around you know I do every kind of 90 days I question I look and go is this what I'm meant to be doing to review and kind of move on and you get led to books you get led to the people that you work with as, as well um, during all of it yeah yeah and so I do want to talk to you about your book but first of all I wanted to just ask you a little bit about so how how did you end up going into speaking um <laughs> and what was that first time like for you I know so it was um not long after I arrived in Australia and when you come from another country there's always someone in that country that knows someone and you get connected with a whole load of people so you've already got friends you know before you've even got to Australia and um and then just going out and meeting new people and then I met this one guy through friends back home and we went out and then he said to me, oh, like I go to this um, club and like we do, you know, we do speaking and things like that. And I thought, oh, sure, like, let's go along and meet people not really fully understanding that it's a place where you actually get up and do public speaking. And anyway, he picked me up and we arrived and, you know, we're sitting down and then one by one, people just start getting up to talk in front of the room. And I'm thinking, well, A, they're not getting paid and B, they're voluntarily getting up and doing it. And I thought, this is my worst nightmare. Like in this room is my worst nightmare. Uh, you know, all to do with the practicing and over overcoming the fear of public speaking. But then I saw something in it. And I so it came to my turn to get up and speak. And um and I got up and, you know, as much as I felt sick and I felt really kind of like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. And I was waffling and rabbling and, all, you know, all of this stuff. And I was getting the time was up and I was still going. And I saw something in this and thought, I really want to learn a little bit more about this because I can see something in it. And I always started to believe you're led to these things for a reason. So I really went into it and started to overcome it. I started to get into more about the organization and more into um, leading people. And I did that for like four years. And um, I started supposed to be kind of known in that field. And people would start coming to me and saying, I have this presentation coming up. Can you help me? Can you look at my slides? Can I practice in front of you? And I, I, I did and I helped people. And then people would say, well, I really think I should be paying you to do this. And so, yeah, I started on the side, just people were paying me and I was helping them. And I think really within a year, probably less than that, like in the workplace, I just knew it wasn't for me anymore. And I literally thought I need to take the leap of faith and go, there's something in this. I'm meant to help people have a voice. 
So I literally quit my really good job and really having no structure set up for my business. Really, it was just, it was getting to the point where it was just conflicting and I really wasn't enjoying it. There was a lot of bullying going in in the workplace that I was in and I was being subjected to it. And I just thought, I, yeah, there's just something not aligning for me. And I just decided I'm done. I'm going to hand my notice in and really just believe that this is what I'm meant to do. And, and yeah, and I, I never looked back four years later. I mean, yes, there's been massive a journey and challenges and great successes along the way. Um, but that's really what happened. I definitely was guided to it and more people saying like they wanted me to help them that I thought, well, there's something in this to, mm. to do as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm a firm believer in that too, you know, that we are all guided that everything happens to us for a reason for us to either level up or learn something or be able to help somebody with something. Um, and also that when the time's right, the teacher arrives as well. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, so you've, you've written a book what's your um is your book about speaking so the book that I'm in it was um I'm co-authored in it so there's mm -hmm. a few few women in there as well and we get to share part of our story so it's called um the change makers so it's all about women in the world who have they're wanting to create change they've created change in their life and they're creating change in the world um so it's called the change makers and I get to yeah share some more of my story in there and again reach more people um and really just sharing and showing people what's possible as well which is really exciting so yeah it is about my story it is about speaking and about where I'm going as well as you know my story that I've shared here today as well but just a bit more in depth in the book so something I did last year and um, I will be looking at doing my own book but it was a really good starter you know for anybody that wants to uh, be able to become an author sometimes it's really good to be in a co-authored book because it's less pressure you get to really understand how to do it and um and yeah the process and everything like that and I thought well at least I know what it's like now to then come away and yeah be able to do, do my own book as well um in the coming in the coming years awesome yeah I know what book writing journey is like <laughs> I've just I've just published my my second book this year so yeah and it's it's a, it's actually my favorite thing to do I just I've always loved being a writer so yeah just an amazing process so what have you learned about yourself through your through your journey yeah so I think a lot of it is coming back to finding out who I am again, because again, being through that marriage to then doing nothing to then coming to Australia, I think along the way, like I still, and I'm still in that process of consistently coming back to, you know, what is Melanie like to do? Like what's her identity? Cause then when we start a business, you then your identity gets led into, into the business. So it, you know, for a lot of, particularly in the beginning, I suppose it's integrity as well. You're like, you've birthed a business. Mm. There's so much in it as well. And you become in it and then you become intertwined of like that business. Is that me? Is that what's happening? 
So for me, it's probably a lot of it has been my biggest learning is more about personally than professionally because work and business, I'm, I've got that down pat to know how to do those things. However, personally is probably where I have the most toughest journey. So that's what I work on a lot. And I do have, you know, my coaches that definitely help because I think that's where, and I, you know, I go into more about astrology and I then understand myself more because that is the part that I'm here to learn and to, to do and to grow and evolve in. But it's like the total polar opposite to what I have been used to in this life or past lives. So it's very, very, very opposite. So I think that's the, the biggest um, journey that I've been on is is definitely really going into um, you know all of the things that make me me understanding it but also how to work with myself better as well and understanding triggers and the feelings and the emotions and how I can work with it but also how I can then use it as part of my business but really separating the two the two identities as well mm-hmm. um, out of a lot of it um, that's probably been the biggest part of my, my journey which I love it can be challenging at times but then I, that's what I then help people with so then I find that more clients have done the same so then we always consistently work on what are you doing for yourself this week? It's not all about work. It's not all about business. Like, what are you doing for you this week? Like, I want you to schedule that in and let's bring, because particularly if you have a business, if you can find out what you love to do and what brings you joy, you actually can bring that into your business. And it's more about coming from the personal part than the professional part of things and being able to align it, but keep it separate as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, um, in my work, I talk about the um, the archetypes and one yeah. of the shadow archetypes is that selfless mother archetype. And even if we do not have like, you know, physical children in the world, our businesses can sort of be our, be our baby. It can yes. be our child. And just as the mother loses herself in the role of being yeah. someone's mother, we can also lose ourselves in that role of being the mother of our business, you know, the metaphorical mother. So, so important for us to be able to distinguish our own identity from, from our, you know, from our children, even if it is like a business, um, because we can so easily fall into that trap. So really grateful that you've sort of, identified that particular um, behavior for for business owners because you know that's so it so easily happens to so many people yeah it does and once you you're in it you don't realize like I didn't realize that's what I was doing until you know again things that's when the universe goes well she's not listening so let's bring something that she does so let's tickle her to then get the sledgehammer out so I've had a few sledgehammers to understand that (laughs) yes yes I I I totally have had a few sledgehammers too or um you know like to me it's kind of like you've been hit full face with with like a truck because it just totally bowls you over and you think (laughs) why have I been sent this well it's because you didn't listen to the tap on the shoulder you didn't listen to the whack against the back of the head so we have to send something hey yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) um so for our listeners who are, um, you know, might just be starting their process or just feeling really lost and thinking, who am I? 
or how do I get to that next step? What kinds of encouragement and advice would you give to them? So I say, and I've recently just done this as we're ending the year with my audience and my clients is really get clear, like look at your year, look at your values, look at your intentions, you know, really look at your personal vision as well. Like that's something that's important is to have like, what's your personal vision? What's your business vision? Like still have the two of them and get really clear on those. Because once we start to get clear on that, we can take the next steps or to even go to the next level. So I love doing this in my business. I've, you know, done that as I've come to the end of the year, reevaluating everything to where I want to be in 2022. So I think when you can get into that regular place to consistently do that as well, I do that every 90 days, every year, I think get clear on your values. And um, I think sometimes it can be you know, put to the side you know, when we're so focused on, we just want to get it up and running or we want to get the clients or we want to go to the next level. If we don't come back to the basics, it's harder to be aligned with the action that we want to take. So if we come back to the values and particularly if you're starting or going to the next level, it's about who do you, who do you want to work with? What opportunities do you want to attract? If you can then again, be in that frequency, well, you want it to be of your values you want to be what's your intention every day. Like I read my intention of what it is that I'm doing before I sit down in front of my computer um, and then remind myself of like, what is it that I'm here to do and to be and to be of service when I'm with people or talking on podcasts. So I think get really clear on those things and again, reevaluate them. Um, just know that every action is like question yourself and go, is this aligned with my action and my values that I actually want to take and to do? Because then the process becomes easier and not harder as mm. well when we do that. Great, great, great advice. And uh, finally, to wrap things up, if you could go back to that 18 year old you, um, what, what, what would you say to her today? And I think like I wouldn't go back and say, no, don't do that. Because I think she needed to go through that at the time. Mm -hmm. I think to go back and say is that you've got this, what you're, what you're about to go through is, is, is meant to be for coming out the other side. And I suppose just to be brave and to be true to yourself and know that it was, know that it's temporary everything is temporary and just be brave have the courage to to go through that process to know at the other end is that what you what will be at the other other end to be able to help people on the other end yes so so true such wise words thank you Melanie (laughs) and if people want to get in contact with you work with you um and I, I know that you've got a little offer for, for listeners as well. Um, how, can, how can they do that? Yeah, so again, um, on social media, there's Speaking Styles um, or Melanie Wood uh, on the different platforms. Speakingstyles.com.au is my website. And again, you can go there and all the links to different social medias are there as well. And yeah, I've got my freebie download as well. So if anybody wants help around storytelling and speaking, then there's 15 steps that I've created to download. And it's broken into sections and three parts. And then 
you do get to take me home with you because when you download that, I then come with you home to um, three videos to talk you through each of those sections as well, just to be able to go a bit more deeper into the 15 steps. But it's a really good place if you're looking to want to get a bit more clear on those areas to share more about who you are and what you do, then it's a really good um, freebie to be able to take advantage of. Wow. Thank you so much for your generosity. That sounds like a great freebie that would help a lot of people. So thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the When She Wakes, She Will Move Mountains podcast with me, your host, Tanya Valentin, and my guest, Melanie Wood. To get a full transcription of this episode, please head to my website, www dot tanyavalentinauthor.com